Hello guys! Welcome ulit sa bagong episode ng Come One, Come All, where we discuss salient issues about arts and arts management, especially in a country like the Philippines. As a refresher, our objective is to highlight important discourses about our local arts industry and also to use this platform as a means of expression for our local art workers to share their story, their insights, and basically how they navigate this full quote-unquote arts industry. I'm JP and with me is Sophia. Hi! Thank you, partner. Ayan, as JP mentioned, Cam One, Come All is here to provide you with substantial discussions about our local arts industry. There's no denying kung gaano kahalaga ang sining at kultura as a way of self and collective expression. Ngunit, ano nga ba ang estado nito sa kasalukuyan at paano nakakasabay ang ating mga kultural na manggagawa sa pagbabago ng panahon? To answer these questions and to bring these objectives to life, we have been conversing with a lot of people from the inside. In this series, we are interviewing a set of organizations around Los Banos. Okay, okay, okay. So, on today's episode, let's look out for karma with style with our very own Karma Collective. A social civic organization based in the University of the Philippines, Los Banos, Karma, or the Cartoonista Manunulat Collective, is composed of students who create art in the name of activism and service for the people. The collective often produces visual art pieces that revolve around the Philippines' social issues, politics, and culture. Through projects such as KSP or Comics Sapader, the group makes their message as accessible as possible, staying true to their objective, sining na mula sa masa, tungo sa masa. Ooh, very interesting. Today, we're excited to have Clyde Naranjo, the current membership committee head of Karma Collective. As a youth leader, you can see and expect Clyde appear both behind the scenes and at the forefront of mobilizations around Southern Tagalog. In their pursuit of genuine liberation and democratic rights for the people, they organize and speak for affiliating organizations of the same drive and principles, such as Youthify Marcos and Duterte. Apart from being a student leader, Clyde is also an artist. They coordinate for Kulayan UPLB or Kulturang Ugnayan ng Kabataan Alay Sabayan, an alliance of artists and cultural organizations in UPLB, served as an SD correspondent in Alter Media and on occasion accepts freelance writing gigs. Today, we are going to introduce Karma Collective as an arts and culture organization, the story behind their mission, as well as their opinion on the current status of the industry in the local context. Hi Clyde and welcome to Podcard! So, kamusta ka naman today? Isang maulan na afternoon, hindi ba? Hello, so my name is Clyde. So I'm doing really fine. Kakaawas ko lang sa work and really happy to be here and talk about our organization with you guys. Uh, we're happy to have you too. <laughs> so, ngayon po, to start, can you give us an overview of Karma Collective and how it started? Okay, so um, Karma Collective is, I don't know if I should say it's a young organization, but it was founded in 2006. Um, it was founded in 2006 after Mabuwag, Mabuwag or Magtransform yung UPLB Ibarang, which used to be a, a theater uh, organization, a, a progressive theater organization. So, dun pa lang, at, the very, at its very roots, uh, Karma Collective has always seen uh, arts, particularly comics and visual arts, as an effective 
uh, means of not just resistance, but uh, of not just highlighting um, current social issues, but as, as a form of resistance. So um, over the past years, uh, since its establishment, it has always uh, put um, the struggle for national democratic rights as one of its, uh, as it, at its forefront in its um, art form. Talaga. So we might see that in our works on Karma Collective, if you like scroll through our page or Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, that Karma has always um, advocated for uh, educate rights to education, human rights, gender uh, liberation, uh, workers' rights, etc., etc. So we are not just um, we we are an organization that has been very vocal about the fact that art more than just a medium of expression, it's a medium of resistance. That's Karma Collective so, for you. Wow! So it's not just art for art's sake; it's more than that. Wow, that's such a good, yeah. um, uh, yes. good thing. Wait, so it is art that is uh, that has a say to the society. Ngayon po, yeah. um, how is it managed? Po? Like, ano po yung system and how do you make the org sustainable? Mm. It's a good question because that's a thing that my organization has like struggled with. Over the past years, especially no after no uh, establishment of K to twelve, you know, no, well, no freshies on campus. Um, so Karma Collective. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Karma actually stands for Cartoonista Manonolat. So it's an organization for Ooh. cartoonists and writers. So, but of course, it's not limited to just those two things. So. By by sustainable, I mean uh, I just want to clarify the question. Um, basically, parang paano kami na keep up, ba? Tama ba? Yes. Yes. Um, paano kami na keep up sa current trends and current um, situation of society? Also, yung system ng org nyo, like uh, anin committee, like how how is it functioning? Ah, got it, got it, got it. Ah, sige. So you asked the right person because currently sitting ako as like the membership committee head ng Karma uh, Collective no? and previously served as its chairperson a couple of years back. Um, so in terms of keeping the org like you know sustainable in its craft and how we keep up with trends and stuff, um, we see the artistic process. Uh, both the actual creative aspect of it and the organization aspect of it as a collective experience. So again, from the name collective, even our leadership is collective leadership. Although we have like established um, persons for specific positions, their real job is really just to make sure that everything is running, all of the gears are running. But the decision making, the the organizational aspects, the yung actual na pagtitiyak na gumagana yung mga bagay-bagay, everyone has a say in it. So, um, I find that with my experience with other organizations or alliances and other work that I do, it's kind of a thing that's unique to organizations like Karma Collective since the decision-making processes and the um, resolutions aren't concentrated into just one person or just one committee or, or just a set of few people. I guess that's how it survived over the course of the past years. It empowers its members into making decisions and acting upon these decisions. So everyone in the organization is not just an artist, it's not just a leader, not just a student leader. Everyone is 
part of it. So it sustained itself with that um, type of organizational structure over the past years. And I over um, you asked me at the perfect time actually. We just revised the constitution of Karma Collective uh, just before the semester started, and this was born out of the need for a more efficient workflow. I understand that collective leadership sounds like a really good thing, but oftentimes it uh, it falls prey to you know major hesitation mula sa members na magsalita, blah, blah, blah. Kasi sanayin natin na leadership process ay top-down approach, di ba? So, yes. we, we decided to accommodate, to meet people halfway. Na the constitution was revised to explicitly say na how we would man, how would we uh, create committees or how would we create an environment that would foster genuine collective leadership among systems. And among that, among those changes is actually highlighting the importance of actual uh, participating member, the actual sitting member, rather than the executive committee, na empowered sila to make a decision that involves the entire organization. Usually, because na concentrate before the executive committee, the collective leadership na sa collect na sa executive committee lang. Binawag na namin yung ganong sistema and it's been good so far and actually it answers the question and kung paano kami na keep up the trends even our members are empowered to like share their own thoughts share their art stuff share their opinion on pressing issues not just issues but like things that they're most passionate about like our conversations with gc namin both um in telegram or like uh or multiple messenger GCs. It's a lot of people sharing a lot of creative works and it's just a very, very nice environment to, for creativity to thrive in because it's a collection of so many new ideas and so many new things that it's impossible to run out of things to be inspired by. Sabi nga ni Mao yan, uh, ni Mao Zedong, let the hundred flowers bloom, let the hundred school of thoughts contend. A lot of the times, ganito din ang yari sa amin. Let the hundred art styles bloom, let ano, like, pinagkakontend yeah. na din ako, which would be most applicable. It's a very fun process. Sorry, I, I spoke too much about it. Being in the organization for years, it really honed my love for like, actual create collective craft. Okay, so na mention nyo ang mga inspirations. How about you? On a personal uh, note, who are your biggest artistic influences? Like, sino ang nag-inspire sa to join um, Karma Collective and to do what you do in Karma Collective? Well, yung nag-inspire sa akin na join na art uh, ng Karma Collective ay yung tropa ko na member ng, Kar- member ng Karma Collective. I'm just gonna be very frank with that. And he's, he's a very close friend of mine and he's a really good artist. And he's actually one of my um, artistic inspirations. Not really in a... 100% in aesthetic but mostly in the art process no sa kanya ko napulot yung idea na hindi lang nakukulong yung asining sa sarili mo lang which is a very big thing to learn kapag you've been an artist your entire life thinking na um you're destined to be the great quote unquote the great the only soul great thing na ikong sugod and just if, uh, if that makes sense no, na, marami siyang nabuwag sa akin na prinsipyo at marami siyang naturo sa akin na panibagong techniques din on collective 
uh, art painting. So uh, his his name is Jael Jael Apostol. Sophie, you might you might know him. Comrades, din siya. Um, yeah, he he's one of my biggest inspirations. But if we're talking about like aesthetic, like artistic inspiration, uh, my biggest one is not even a visual artist. He's he's a he's a songwriter. He's a poet. His name's uh, Leif Boyabek. He's a Canadian songwriter, and his whole process of creating um, songs and poems is really just um, very experiential. And I feel like that uh, bleeds into a lot of my own work for karma and for myself as well. Na lapat sa ground yung ginagawa para hindi siya hollow pag lumabas. So that's you and then my... Sorry. <laughs> I have like a third inspiration and it's gonna yeah. sound like a huge, huge, huge cliche. But like the people that I work with, salabas ng campus, like and it's not one person, it's a collective of people. Lalo na sa um, sa paglubog ko sa masa, sa labas, sa manggagawa, sa magsasaka, sa urban poor. Sa kanila din ang mga sinagre-reflect yung art na ginagawa ng Karma Collective. And nothing we will ever make in Karma would mean anything if hindi naman namin nakakausap yung mga pinaglalaanan namin ng sining, di ba? Yes, biggest inspiration. Uh, that was okay. insightful. <laughs> so, thank you po sa pag-share ng inyong inspirations. Um, <laughs> ngayon po, um, how do you think the organization can influence society? Mm. Yeah, and again, ay magandang tanong na feel ko, masasagot ko lang like, para siyang ang cliche siguro pakinggan, pero yun, parte kasi ng constitution din ng karma is um, yung idea ng sino ng mapagpalaya. No? So, we believe in Karma Collective na lahat ng sino na nililikha namin ay nasa isang purpose ng pagpapalaya din naman ng bayan. What do we mean by this? So, again, I mentioned before, if you scroll through Karma Collective's page, a lot of it is pagkapatampok ng isyong panlipunan mula sa campus hanggang sa labas. We believe that um, we believe that art is the most effective, effective and effective um, way of illustrating society's struggles. But more than illustrating the struggles, it's all it also illustrates is aspirations, our aspiration for uh, genuinely free tertiary education, our aspiration for totoong gender liberation and our aspiration for uh, workers' rights. Hindi siya naniniwala kami sa karma na hindi siya natitigas sa papapakita mo lang ng ills of society. How do we move from that? So, a lot of what we do is a lot of uh, agitation. Agitation as in like papapakita na okay, ito yung nangyayari ngayon. But at the end of it all, the end goal of it, hindi siya natitigas sa art lang namin. After we create the things that you see on our social media pages. More often than not, you will see karma collected in mobilizations, in focus group discussions, in communities, taking part in um, the daily toil of the masses. And that's how I believe, personally, our art is most effective. It's not just to move society, it's to move ourselves into participating in society actively and participating in the struggle to liberate it as well from the very ills that it 
it's plagued by. Again, again like, art na nakakulong lang sa isang silid ay hindi naman para kanina eh. Para, hindi naman para sa masa yun eh. Para kanina lang eh, for observation. We don't really subscribe to that type of thought. We take that art outside. And it manifests in our actions as well. That's the most concise way to putting it out there. But in, if we're talking about material like things, you'll often see our work in comic books um, published, quote unquote, published by small press and distributed in communities, usually explaining what is it? What does it do? Ano ba ibig sabihin na jeepney phase out or things like that. We 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 work with a lot of organizations as well, especially in info dissemination. And a lot of the times, the if you've come across like maybe napataan kaya na mobilization sa campus or outside, a lot of the times if you see like a prop gimmick or like a gimmick that's happening there. A streamer or like an effigy or like a statue or a painting you can count on the fact that a, an artist from karma had a hand in creating that so we're very present omnipresent kami sa team magkatagalugan so yeah so na mention yun na may mga artist kayo um uh like sa team katagalugan so um this network of artists that you have um how do they support the organization and its objectives. Um, I believe I've answered this a, l- a little bit earlier. Na ano, lahat kami ay contributing artists sa ano man yung projects ng Karma Collective. Although sometimes hindi shop na release under Karma, sometimes it re- it's released under different organizations. Say, um, places like uh, Ustify or places like uh, College Editors Guild of the Philippines, Perspective. But now, what else? Minsan from um, from mass organizations as well that are on the ground, we help them too. So it's not really just um, contributing to the organization as well, but it's contributing to the community that the organization serves. That's how I believe we all contribute to like the same goals of the organization. Kasi naniniwala naman kami kahit naman kahit saan naman yung mabas yung scene na ginagawa ng mga members namin. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. As long as it subscribes to the same principles still, as long as it sumasandig pa rin siya sa karapatan ng sangka estudyantehan, karapatan ng mga mamamayan ng team ng Katagalugan. By all means, keep doing it. It was, you know, we have we have a lot of artists na you know, formally they don't they don't they're not active Karma Collective members, but you often see them everywhere else. For example, before I worked with Alter Media, I was there for the most part, but still I carried the name Karma Collective whenever I would make infographics for Alter Media, stuff like that. It's not really the organization, but more so the principle. We we carry that everywhere. Um, though medyo napahapyawan yun po. Um, itanong na din po namin directly and explicitly. How do you navigate po the professional art industry? Your org po? Professional art industry? As in like, how 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 would we define it? I guess. How do I If we're talking about professional yes. art industry as in like, yung the thing na nasa likod ng tabing or like, the art industry as like an industry of um, say money making 
we don't really actively participate in it. More often than not, you would see us um, in cons or small publishings, stuff like that. And it's mostly for like self-sustenance to fund our free projects. Because all of our projects are free. Every comic that we release is free for distribution. We don't sell our comics at all. At least to, the, to our target audience. So a lot of the times we participate um, in the industry, the, the money-making aspect of it for the sake of like survival but our actual contribution to the art industry and the art scene uh, dwells in the fact that our work is free for free for distribution we would never charge for um a comic na naglalahad ng struggle which is one of uh, our upcoming releases we distribute it to our target audience say na yung mga estudyante ng UPLB para lang din makita nila na ito yung paraan din natin ng paglalahad na kung ano pinagdadaanan natin something that you could relate to. And we navigate as well yung very ever ever fluctuating art scene by simply existing as an organization na establishes itself as an organization na for resistance nga sa status quo na very much mapang-achieve sa mga mahihirap na mga marginalized na beautiful. Our art lies in that. And when we say we participate in the quote-unquote art industry, we participate in art for the masses. That's how. I don't really know if that counts as participating in the industry. But yeah, that's how we contribute basically to our community. Thank you for that. Uh, about the art industry naman since na na sama na siya sa discussion. So, nabanggit niyo kanina na art is the most effective and effective um, means to illustrate society and its struggles. But how what can you say about the artistic and cultural industries in the country? Was it able were they able to um to also uh parang isa buhay tong ano na to, tong art being the most effective means depending on sa kanating i mean if 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 you're looking at say um cultural tenets ng country such as say the cultural center of the philippines that mm-hmm. mostly showcases plays that for people that can afford to watch them well, i wouldn't say that's exactly representative of people of everybody right if we're talking about say film festivals with um a lot of times over the past years, I'm really sorry to say this, a lot of them are like cash cow types of films, then I I, I wouldn't know if Very that's representative of anything. But if you look at, um, say, art and uh, cultural productions mounted by grassroots artists or like people that are empowered to reflect what they're doing, then I say it's it's thriving very well. Our small the small press scene in the Philippines is actually very much alive, not just in southern Tagalog but other parts of the uh, country as well. If you uh, go around, um, but the whole conversation of whether or not effect, ba yung tanong ko? Yung tanong ay effective or like maganda? Um, sorry. 
Uh, anong, na actually kasi um, I was asking if kung ano yung nakikita yung state or situation ng mga artistic and cultural industries sa country. And sabi nyo nga, it depends on where you um, where you look at it. Mm. I, I, I wanna I actually wanna add something else too. Like the art industry in itself. I mentioned earlier cash cows and stuff like that or sensationalized art. Yung art industry hindi mo rin kasi makikiwalay sa socioeconomic conditions ng Pilipinas. Na ngayon, just to give a very um in-deep overview, the Philippines is suffering from like one of the highest inflation inflation rates it's ever experienced over the last decade. Uh, the whole narrative of like a starving artist in the Philippines is not just a joke. It's 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 a, it's a very much uh, morbid reality for a lot of artists here. I mentioned earlier that a lot of the times the, the organization participates in like events just for the sake of sustaining itself. Imagine like individual artists having to do that. They they have to eat too. And a lot of the times, the struggle to survive overshadows the creative process. I know countless of artists that gave up their dreams of becoming a creative director, their dreams of becoming a painter, a sculptor, a full-time comic book artist, because they needed to work a 9 to 5. And that 9 to 5 often becomes 9 to 10 p.m. with no overtime pay, with no room for commute because the commuting in the in Manila is four hours to get from one place to another. True. It's 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 inextricable from the actual experiences we have in society. Hindi siya sabi namin na hindi hawalay ang sinin sa realidad ng ginagalawan nito. And to not acknowledge that would be to ignore the larger problem. Kung bakit gaba sobrang barat na art scene ng Pilipinas. Maliban sa wala tayong konkretong government or institutional support where it's supposed to matter, the actual struggle to survive sa Pilipinas overshadows yung need natin, the need for cultural and artistic expression. I mean, ako, personal experience, did you know that the last time I painted or drew anything was two years ago? Because two years ago, I started working and I needed to work. Parang mga ganang maliliit na bagay na oftentimes overlooked. And it's important to acknowledge that art is never, never really separated from its political and socioeconomic context. Yeah, Okay, so to delve deeper na din, um, what can you say about the opportunities sa ibang bansa compared dito sa Philippines? Maganda. <laughs> Ayun. Puti pa sila. Charat. Ayun. So, I, I have a lot of like, yeah, true. I have a lot of like international artists friends. Um, namely in uh, Finland, um, Sweden, then we also have US and Canada. Na a lot of the time, especially in like European uh, states, they're paid to make art. They're paid and respected. And the reason why they have the, those opportunities um, is because they have that institutional support, yung ma- tangible material support na kailangan naman talaga ng mga artista para mabuhay at makapaglikhan. Even the greatest works in uh, the greatest canons in history from uh, yung ceiling na Sistine Chapel to um, ano ba sa Pilipinas, yung 
painting and spoliarium, all of those were sponsored by something. They were created because the artist was allowed physically to create them. They were given the space, the avenues to create these uh, masterpieces, right? Yes. And it, it's it's impossible to do that in a country like the Philippines. Namalimas wala nang suporta sa sining. Wala pa siyang suporta sa basic needs natin. Bumili ka ng alin ng bigas ang hirap na, di ba? Yes. Do that in a country like say Finland. Yeah. One of my favorite artists is Finnish, actually. Mm. They they are like sometimes they're paid to be unemployed. I I mean I mean that as a joke, like. They take care of their people. They they they, they take care of um, society, and that in itself allows art to thrive. Because you're not so busy trying to survive every day. I'm not saying that Finland is a perfect country. Of course, it has its own sins of mundo, but you know it really goes to show if we look at these examples of like quote unquote developed countries and how their art scene thrives. If you would just give people their basic needs, that all that's already a huge, huge leap towards enriching a more culturally and artistically thriving society. <laughs> so granted, yun mas magaming better opportunities for art practitioners abroad kesa kesa sa Philippines, and that um sobrang unsupported ng ng mga art practitioners here. How then can individual uh, Filipino art practitioners promote art despite those challenges or problems in the country? Like, how can also how can the government better support artists? Like, like what are your suggestions, Ben? Patal si Kinsey Marcos mo. Hindi yung pinakawala ko suggestion, pero um, ang dami kasing tanong sa isang sentence sa'yo, no? Now, as individuals, there are so many ways we can produce art. Kaya nga nabuo yung whole idea of art art for art's sake, right? Like, we just produce. Never minding where it comes from, just we can produce for the sake of producing. I believe that in the individual level, it's important as well to integrate ourselves with our immediate communities. The best way to do that is join your organizations, like your local art collectives. I can name a few off the top of my head. So, UP Los Banyos, Malibans, or Karma Collective. If you're a writer, join UPLB Writers Club. If you're a theater artist, Umalhokan Incorporated. If if you're also into small press, we have Magpies. We have Pananaw. If you're into journalism, we have UPLB Perspective. There's so many avenues to collectivize our creation para hindi natin nararamdaman na nag-iisa lang tayo sa pagsa-struggle ng pag-create ng art. I have an org, I have an ordinate na nag-sharing kami one time sa GA. Na pinakamalaking realization daw niya sa Karma Collective ay hindi lang isolated ng art. Because for years, they, they, they they're 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 very great artists. And a lot of the times they felt that they're in their art they feel isolated to the point na parang hindi nila nakikitaan ng punto pa yung paglikha nila. Kasi wala naman nararating. Like, they just keep it to themselves. It's just in their sketchbook. It's just in their um, feed, Instagram feed. But once they started getting collectivized, no, they, they, they let themselves be organized by our collective. Suddenly, may pihit na siya. 
it had an avenue to um, grow, to um, uh, flourish in a space where it's welcome. At the individual level, that's the most that we could do. Get organized, you know. Maybe it's through an organizational that or organization that's for art. Maybe it's for let's say an organization that advocates for your rights. There's so many ways, but the burden shouldn't really fall on the individual, right? Hindi naman, di ko naman kaya as a person na buwagin yung buong sistema kung bakit nagihirap yung Pilipinas. Nag-exist lang naman kasi yun because of higher entities that allows it, that that allows that to happen. The burden should really be sa, um, yun, sa higher entities na yun, di ba? But I guess in terms of like suggestions in the local scene, budget talaga for like the art scene goes a long way. Ang hirap kasi magmount siya ng exhibit ng program ng cultural nights. So wala kang pera. One night can easily cost you like can easily bleed you for fifty thousand. Imagine if like the lo- local government unit would fund that. It would allow people to participate more in its art and culture scene, integrate more into its community, and get to know more about its culture and all. Like, it's, I feel like this is a very important conversation to have during National Heritage Month. Ngayon. At kakasunog lang ng, ng post office if you guys so saw the the news. That burning is not the first thing to happen to a historical building in Intramuros or in, in the surrounding areas of Manila. And a lot of the times they get converted into like very hollow buildings or relocated for the sake of profit. No? If only, ang pinakamasisingil ko talaga sa gobyerno natin on a national scale talaga is tigilan na yung bureaucrat capitalist ideals na pagpapangal ng funds sila to only for like money making purposes. Imagine investing on like culture and arts in the Philippines. That would that would be such a great help nugget. Kasi iba talaga nagagawa ng material funding, guys. Pero ayun. Pero again, on an individual level, get organized din talaga. Para may, parang kalampag din natin sila na gawin nila yung ginagawa nila ng trabaho dapat. Yes. So ngayon, um, we have reached the end, actually. Um, paalala lang po na. Paalala <laughs> Paalala lang po na the views and opinions of our guests do not reflect the views and opinions of our organization then. But, kailangan talaga ng funding, lalo na ng initiated siya dapat ng government. Kasi, grabe yung pag-disregard sa art industry ngayon sa Philippines. What can you say more about this, Sophia? Agree ako sa sinabi ni Clyde na need talaga ng support uh, with regards to the socioeconomic needs kasi um, without it parang bumababa yung in- inspiration, yung encouragement ng mga in- ng individuals to create art even when they used to do it. So, ayun, yun yung view ko doon and sobrang nag-agree ako sa a lot of um, insa- as a points ni uh, Clyde. Yes, so ayun. Thank you for for the heartwarming response. Sadly, we don't have enough time to know more about your organization and your views. We are really looking forward to hearing more from you at another time. To end this off, what do you wish po to say to our listeners? Hi, Samana uh, IKM podcast na to. Keep making art even if the world tells you or pushes you not to. Keep making art in whatever way you can. 
Okay, so that's it. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks to Clyde for joining us during this informative and rich discussion about our local arts industry. Marami talaga kaming nalaman at natutunan about it. Thank you very much po for opening up interesting conversations and topics that may leave one really rethink their privileges and purposes bilang cartoonista, manunulat, o kung anong uring artist ka man. We really appreciate your time and insights. Yes, yes, yes. And to our viewers, we hope that you have at least seen a glimpse of the industry, its ups and downs, and how it's faring currently in the country. If you want to know more about Karma Collective, feel free to visit their social media accounts. Search lang ang Karma Collective on Facebook and at Karma Comics naman on Instagram and Twitter. There, you'll see the upcoming and ongoing projects that you may want to check out or interact with. Just reach out if you have any questions and if you're interested in anything. Again, Karma stays true to its goal to be as accessible and liberating as possible for its constituents. That's it! We hope that this was worthwhile and fun to you as it was to all of us. As always, thank you for listening to Cam One. Come all! Tune with us again next time. Thank you, Clyde. Thank you, partner. Thank you, guys. And see ya!